Over the past year or so, God's been really speaking to me and challenging me on how I use Sabbath, or even if I did use Sabbath at all, and how I can incorporate into this season of my life and why it's good and why it's important for us to do that. Over the last few months as a church, we've been really looking at work and rest. We've been working through the book of Garden City, and we've been looking at work, not just your job or how you earn money, but how you spend your time, what you do with your time. How do we use our time and our relationships and our um, days to make the world a more garden-like place? How we use our rest um, and whether we do even rest at all from work, from jobs, from social media, from emails. And that's what we've been exploring these last few months. We had no idea as a leadership team that coronavirus was coming. We had no idea as a country we'd be going into this lockdown phase. We had no idea that for many people, their, their way of earning money, wouldn't, they wouldn't have a job anymore. We had no idea that for many people, they'd have to be rethinking their whole work and having to work from home in this time. We had no idea that for many people, their work would be the busiest they have ever seen it before. We had no idea that we would all be in a period of rest, which looks like us all keeping a distance from each other, which looks like all social events being shut down, which looks like us all having to stay in our homes unless absolutely necessary. We didn't know any of that. But do you know what? God did. God knew it all. And so in this season, in this uncertain time, in this uncertain future, we just need to turn to God and just ask God how he's asking us to use this time right now for him. We have an opportunity here. We have the provision of time. We have an opportunity to look inwards. We have an opportunity to process things. We have an opportunity to um, pause, to reflect and to look around and just list all the things we're thankful for and not take everything for granted like I often do when I'm in, in my busy life. For example, me and Sam just moved house thankfully just before the lockdown and in the move we probably didn't drink enough because we were busy and rushing around, we were probably a bit stressed and I just had a constant headache for two days but I couldn't get any paracetamol because the shops were all sold out. Um, and I was really cross because I really needed some paracetamol at that time and I couldn't get any. And I, and in my, in my frustration, I just felt God say to me, you always, you would turn to paracetamol first. Why are you not turning to me and asking me to heal you? And it just dawned on me that in our life, in this time, we are so self-reliant. We are so busy, we so load our lives full of so many things. And actually in this time, we can just use it as a time to detox from all of that and just return ourselves to God and return ourselves to him and just get rid of some of the rubbish. We've moved house and our house, we are so grateful. We've got, um, we've got a lovely house and we've got a lovely garden, but it needs a lot of work. It needs a lot of decorating and a lot of, and a lot of, um, a lot of hard graft on it and so we're using this season to start that and we, me and Sam have never really done much um, house renovation before but what we're learning in this time is the more time you put into it the better it's going to look so we're taking off the wallpaper and then we're filling in the holes 
and then we're going to sand them back and then we're going to go over it again and this process we're going over several times to make the walls even better so that then when we come to paint and decorate it's going to look really really great so in this time what things can you be reflecting on and and taking to God and going over and over to make it even better for the future we had this really really ugly fireplace it was sandstones and it was 70s decor and it was actually quite a hazard Edelweiss and Forest have both already hurt themselves off this fireplace so Sam took a sledgehammer and smashed away the bricks and smashed away all of this fireplace and we had no idea what was going to be underneath but when we got underneath we found beautiful rustic brickwork so we carried on pulling off all the plaster and we have a beautiful open fireplace we had no idea that that's what was hiding under this awful fireplace but there was beauty under their raw rustic beauty if we strip away all of our rubbish all of the stuff that we often just fill our lives with and if we start looking inwards at ourselves what might we find in there what treasure is buried deep in there we were created into rest but we find it so hard to be still and to rest. I do. And often I think it's because we're scared of maybe what's inside. We're scared of maybe of the ugliness that's in us. But if we just take it to God and slowly unpack the layers and layers of defences and things we've built up over the years, what might we find in there, in this place with Jesus? So today... And in this time, I just encourage you, yes, we're using social media. Yes, we're connecting in new ways. But I just really encourage you just to take some time to be by yourself, to be with Jesus, to read some books, to read the Bible, to listen to really good podcasts and worship music and allow those layers and layers that we've built up just to come away and to take, take what we've got to God. I'm just going to end with reading from Passion Translation, parts of Psalm 139. Lord, you know everything there is to know about me. You have examined my innermost being with your loving gaze. You perceive every movement of my heart and of my soul and understand my every thought before it even enters my mind. You are so intimately aware of me, Lord. You read my heart like an open book and you know all the words that I'm about to speak, even before I start a sentence. You know every step I take before my journey even begins. You have gone into the future and prepared the way and in your kindness you follow behind me. You spare me from the harms of my past and with your hand of love upon my life you impart a father's blessing to me. This is too wonderful, too deep and incomprehensible. Your understanding of me brings wonder and strength. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I run and hide from your face? If I go up to the heavens, you're there. And if I go right down to the realms of the dead, you're there too. And I'm just going to skip on to the end of this chapter. God, I invite your searching gaze into my heart. Examine me through and through. Find out everything that might be hidden within me. 
put to test and sift through my anxious cares. See if there's any path of pain that I'm walking on and lead me back to your glorious, everlasting ways. That path that brings me back to you. So I'm just going to end by just asking you to just close your eyes and I'm just going to read that last chapter again and just going to pray for us. God, I invite your searching gaze into my heart. Examine me through and through. Find out everything that may be hidden within me. Put to the test and sift through my anxious cares. See if there's any paths of pain I'm walking on and lead me back to your glorious, everlasting ways, the path that brings me back to you. Father God, I thank you that you are with us. I thank you that you knew this future, you knew this time, even before we did, God. I thank you that you are with us and you have been with us since the beginning of time, God. I thank you that you intimately know us, God. And I just pray in this season, Father, that you would just guide us and lead us as to ways we could utilise this time and grow closer to you, grow closer to those in our family, with our children, with our spouses, God. I just ask that you would just come into the centre of every home, every heart, every relationship. Thank you, God, that you are with us. Thank you that you're always with us. Amen.